0: welcome to the show once again it's me Giles here and I just want to share a few short thoughts with you about praying through to the third level you know all things come to us because of prayer but I fear that so often we pray only at one level and then quit When we don't see the answer coming and coming quickly. But I want to show you here in this teaching that God actually wants to bless you with every type of blessing. But sometimes we have to go to level two in prayer. And then even to level three in prayer. Now that may sound very cryptic. But I mean to be so. So that you tune in literally for a very short ten minute teaching on three levels of prayer. And I'm sure you're going to love this because some of those things that you haven't yet received in prayer are going to be liberated to you because you understand and you apply what I'm about to teach. So God bless you. Get ready. Miracles are coming your way. the two things you need is is wisdom and anointing above everything, the Word and the Spirit. It's interesting that Jesus chose for his disciples 12 of the most, in a sense, uneducated, wayward people. So these guys started off right at the bottom of the pile, at the bottom of the ladder, and I believe he chose them. He didn't go to Jerusalem. He went to Galilee. He didn't go to the temple. He went to the, the seashore. I believe he purposefully did that because he wanted to show the world how he could take somebody who was now nobody and with wisdom and anointing make them somebody you know make them world changers so it doesn't matter where you start in life if you've got wisdom and anointing you'll become a world changer you know you'll reach the multitudes and so What I'm doing, I suppose, is destroying your excuses because so many people have excuses that they're born in the wrong country or the wrong time or didn't have a good education or have no money. Or if only if only I was in America or if only I was, I don't know, at a top school or if only I had a million dollars. Well, yeah, amen. Okay, fine. You can have your dreams. But really what you need is wisdom and anointing, because that makes the difference. As Peter And Andrew and John and those guys show us. And, you know, even if you look at the life of David, I mean, where did God find him? Out in a field in Bethlehem, not in Jerusalem, not in the big city, looking after some old sheep, not even in his father's house at the time. So, he again, he took somebody who everybody else despised, who said there's no future, there's no hope for this guy. And God chose him purposefully to show, look. I'm going to give this guy my spirit. I'm going to give him wisdom through my prophet. And I'm going to show the world what I can do with a nobody full of wisdom and, and anointing. And so God turned a nobody into a somebody. In fact, that somebody became the greatest king of history and a representative of Christ for us all. So, so really, wisdom and anointing are the two, two big things, guys. And you can get the glory is you can get that wherever you are, especially today with all this technology available you sit in this mentorship group. You can go online, you can study, you can read, you can read books from around the world. So much stuff in, that's free now in the public domain. And of course, the glory of the Holy Spirit as well is that you don't have to be in the temple of Jerusalem to get it. I mean, that's one of the reasons why God poured out his spirit in the upper room instead of in the temple, because he wanted to show people you don't need to be in a religious house You can get it if your heart's hungry, if your heart's contrite, then you can get it wherever you are. So you know, whether you're in Bangladesh or you know Britain, it doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit will reach you and get you. Just you just need to have that contrite heart, that hungry heart for the things of God. So what I'm saying is, there's access for us all. So if you get these two things, wisdom and the Spirit, you're going to go a long, long way. Hallelujah. But that said. Remember the story that Jesus told of the queen of Sheba. He said that she was willing to leave her country, travel all the way to Israel to sit at the feet of Solomon to get wisdom. But then he said "But these cities here in Israel, they're not even willing to come out and listen to me. And I'm right here. And so what he was showing there is even though the spirit and wisdom are available, some people just aren't willing to pay the price. And they'll be judged, he, was, he went on to say. So it's, you know, the grace of God is available for everyone, but some people receive it in vain. They just don't respond to it. So you can, you can get it if you want it. It's up to you. It just really depends on how hungry you are, you know, how much you want it. I, I say that a lot about evangelism as well. It's mostly about appetite. I say that to church leaders. I say that to cell group leaders. It's mostly about appetite. If you're hungry, if you really want something to grow, you will find a way. Your mind will work out how to get to where your heart has gone. So if your heart's burning with it, your mind will work out a way to get there. You follow. So mostly it's a question of appetite. It's a question of desire, deep desire. If you desire something deeply, then if it doesn't come to you immediately, you don't quit. And we've been meditating upon that here in Brazil about the different levels of prayer and uh, how Jesus said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. This really speaks about three levels of prayer, I'm not just talking about three different types of prayer but levels of intensity. So most people do the asking thing. Oh God, I want this. And oh God, I want that. The petitions. And that's absolutely fine. And you get some things that way. You really do. You just need to say a simple prayer and God's in on it. But then what happens if you don't get the answer through asking? See, in that moment, most people quit. Most people think, well, it's not God's will for me then. I've asked him and he didn't do it. So, therefore, you know, it's not God's will. And we even change our doctrine or our theology at times like that. We start saying, well, God's good, but he's not that good because I asked him. Well, actually, no, God's waiting for you to go to the next level. You have to now come to seeking. Because in the end, the Lord draws near to those who draw near to him. So the Lord waits, waits for you to show that you're really serious about something, that you really want something, you know. Because you know, how, you know how immature people are or children are. They, they kind of change their wants every day. It's like, I want this and I want that. Whatever they see, I want, I want, I want. Now, that's fine for a kid because he's immature. But, you know, for us now, we need to know what we want. You have to stop and think. You have to really meditate at times to know what you want. Think what I want to achieve in my life. How, you know, because you can't do everything. You know, that's if you're still wanting to do everything, then you're still in the childish realm. You're not the Messiah. <laughs> you can't be the savior of the whole world and do everything for everyone. But you've got to find out what you are called to do and what, what you want to do. And and one of the ways you can find out about what you want to do. I mean, and this is sounds really simple, but actually it's kind of complicated. Really discovering what you want to do. Yeah. One of the ways you can discover. But what you really want to do is because what your desires are, is because they stick with you. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not something that's here today and gone tomorrow. It's just, like, it's just like it's always there. It doesn't go away. So you can know that's really you now. Because otherwise you have lots of thoughts and desires. It's rather like walking into a restaurant. You see lots of different types of food and you smell one food and you think, mm, I'll, I'll have that. But you went in to eat something else. But just because you smelt something, you say, I'll have that. You know, so we're, we're led like that the whole time, sadly. So we, we, we kind of know what we want. And then yet we see somebody else eating something or doing something and we think, oh, I want to do that too. And I want to do that too. And I want to do. And, and in the end, we're just led by whatever our eyes have seen or our nostrils of smell rather than what's a deep desire inside of us. So, so when, when something sticks with you and you constantly remember it, it's a good sign that that's one of your desires, not, not just a momentary desire. Okay. And uh, there's another way actually you can tell what's a real desire is because you'll find yourself not just asking, but seeking God about it. And that's the kind of point I wanted to bring to you there. So, you know, when you seek something, it's a different level of prayer. So you don't, you know, if you don't get it when you just ask, so you, you don't quit then. You don't say, oh, well, God doesn't want me to do that. Now you go from asking to seeking. So some of you have probably prayed prayers about your ministry, about what you want to do, you know, or even about family stuff or financial stuff. And you didn't get it immediately. So you just thought, "Ah, oh, well, maybe next year. No, that's that's the wrong response. The right response now is intensify your prayers. Go to seeking. Go to seeking from asking, okay? And then there's another level too, because then from asking, there's knocking. And the imagery here, of course, is knocking on the door. Just keep knocking. Remember, in the Greek, if you study that verse, it's in the continual present. So you're knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking you don't just knock and why would you keep knocking well it sounds like there's no response on the inside so you keep knocking but of course knocking now is a much more violent kind of expression than asking or seeking you're now really using force and of course this is so again if you don't get what you really want through seeking then you go to the next level of intensity And you start knocking and why do we have to knock in the spirit realm? Because actually there are opposing forces to us fulfilling the will of God. There are opposing forces to us being blessed by God. God has a plan, but Satan has a plan as well and he'll try and stop it. And you know, I won't go into a big teaching on principalities and powers of the air, but these things exist, they're real. And they're trying to stop blessings coming to you and stop the will of God being done through you. And so you just, you know, you men of God, you now need to know that, hey, this thing burns in my heart, it's not yet done. Well, I'm not going to quit, I'm just going to intensify now. I want to, you know, and I'm just going to knock now. And I tell you, until you've been to that place of knocking, you're not really in the maximum that God has for you. Every man of God has to learn how to knock. And God will allow that. To come to you, because unless you've learned how to pray in that way, and it's difficult to describe, but but it's when your spirit is so stirred up that you are literally you are you are wrestling in that spirit realm. I mean, you are groaning, you are you are broken before the Lord, you are weeping before the Lord or you're you're violent in the spirit. And I'm not talking about when you're preaching, I'm talking about when you're praying now. I've seen a lot of preachers get all stirred up in the pulpit, but I don't see that many preachers getting stirred up in prayer. You know what I'm saying? You know, that, that, that violence of prayer, because really you're in a place of intercession now. And, and so you're not just, you know, praying to God, but you are, you are, you're wrestling against powers and principalities. And so that takes a, a different type of prayer. That's not a God bless me in jesus name type of prayer now that's a different level of of intensity of, of praying in the spirit amen well what can i say apart from it's time to pray please There's a short little teaching here but don't go off and do something else now find a quiet place and lift up your voice to the Lord because his ears open to the righteous. He's waiting to hear you pray at one of those levels. Okay, so use this opportunity whilst your faith is stirred up to pray through to level three and get all those promises into your own life. God bless you.